Hey everybody, welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me as always, Mr. BT, Brennan Torres. What's up, y'all? Uh, all right, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get into this like we do. Uh, last week was the first week back. Listen to the episode. Um, other than me talking into a tin can, uh, it, it, it felt normal. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? but that's kind of the vibes we're going for. It's like you're doing your own pirate uh, broadcast out of your secret location. Yeah, my secret, my my secret lair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and me and number two. Uh, what? <laughs> Who okay. does number two work for? That's right. <laughs> yeah. You show that turn. He's boss, buddy. Yeah, that's right. It was a uh, Tom Arnold, wasn't it? In that yeah. movie, that was good. Anyway. It's a good cameo. Good cameo. It was. It was solid. So let's um, let's just. I don't know. Let's just mix it up. Let's just free flow with it. So let's talk basketball. Let's talk basketball. Do you know who's you know who's still in the playoffs? By chance? Because I don't. I don't know. I don't have. A yeah, clue. I I actually do, but I don't. I'm. I, my vested interest is just watching LeBron James lose, which hasn't happened yet. These they're actually yeah, doing that's better than expected. Yeah, I. You know, I just. I still think the Suns will house them. Do you? Uh, so, you know, we've we've heard Giannis's take on whether his year was a failure or not. Um, his opinion doesn't matter. He's a loser. He's already out of the playoffs, like I, the Bulls. That's it. I say that's all it is. Like, but who cares? Because he lost. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Losers lose. That's that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Losers walk. Winners talk. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it sounds right. We're going to go with that. If it's not right, write us. We don't care. We can barely read. Yeah, well, that's that's hurtful, but true. <laughs> barely literate, too stupid to care. That's right. That's right. Too, uh, too weird to live, too rare to die. One of those type things. Anyway, so... All right, so I, we're not even going to get into basketball because I think at this point all we're really doing is just, like, hating on LeBron. and Hate, 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 yeah, hate, 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 Next person to say something when I'm talking is getting shot. <laughs> I love the player haters, man. We should actually put on, like, a player haters ball. Wait, is that racist? That might be. We can, I don't know if we can do that. Uh, because that the, was a Chappelle thing. Chappelle we're not the right color. It. Yeah, I was like, right Chappelle color. got away with anything, and I just do not believe I can. Oh, uh, man. He didn't care at the time, and it paid off for him that he didn't care. True that. That is very true. Um, so, I, I don't know. We'll flow through a little bit of sports. I just, I, I'm serious, though. I want to talk, like, we were talking before this, but I'm going to bring it back up. So, we're talking about the the issues that have arose over the, like, Okay. If you don't know, gambling in the state of Arkansas is now legal. So there is a app and a a, a bookie. I mean, it's an online book is what it is. Um, so it Vegas odds here, but you can't bet with all the Vegas organizations in the state of Arkansas. So you have this app, which I'm not going to say its name because they don't pay us money. No, they don't pay us money, so we're not going to give you any money. <laughs> yeah, right. So you do the thing and it's all good. And like college sports, uh, gambling over college sports is legal. And so it's not just here, it's everywhere, right? So you have 
kids in 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 college that are betting on sports because that's never happened before, right? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like what well, every college had a kid that was a book, okay, and he was pretty good at it. He went on to be a CPA. It was really just sad. Ask, just ask Tim Donahue. I watched a special on Netflix all about it. Yeah, but okay, so now that you're doing like legitimate bets and all this kind of stuff students you know if you're of legal age there's nothing against it you can but you know if you're an athlete a student athlete you're kind of held to a different standard you're not supposed to do it well some baseball players at uh, iowa state are being suspended for making a stupid mistake they knew it was wrong when they did it they did it anyway um and they're paying the price for it and and, and i support this 100 percent they knew it was wrong when they did it. They were just stupid kids trying to make a couple extra bucks on some. They dates. got caught. Exactly. Got caught. And dude, it's a red flag. Whenever you got a lot of activity on a, you know, Mac 10 game, you know, it's a red flag. People are going to check into that. And, yeah. Uh, it's very sus because it's like, uh, okay, there's one game on TV this weekend or this weeknight and yeah. all the actions flooded to one team. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, they got caught doing what they did. They're, they're getting suspended, blah, 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 blah. Brad Bohannon has been caught gambling. He was actually betting against himself. So it actually looked more like he was pulling old Pete Rose. Yeah, you know, that's the way it would look. But anyway, the so sneaky they fired Pete. him, right? Yeah, oh, sneaky Pete. But so they fired him. They fired him. He doesn't have a job. So what do we think about that? Do we think that that's an extreme thing? Or do we think, hey, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it? I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He was complying in it all along. So you got his hand caught in the cookie jar. He's got to deal with yep. the, the consequences of his actions. Absolutely. Dealing with the consequences of your actions. I agree wholeheartedly. And at the University of Alabama, we know that they hold everyone to high standards. That's why Bohannon's right. There was that right. kid, though, uh, that played basketball this year. I don't think very many people remember him because he's already, like, gotten drafted into the NBA. Um, but his name is Brandon Miller, and he's a murderer, and that's really cool. That, I, mean, I can't say he's a murderer because I don't have any proof of that. That's too strong. Allegedly. Involved, allegedly was involved with providing a murder weapon to somebody who then went on to commit a murder. Uh, and But here's the deal. we like. I say we. I have nothing to do with that thing. God, uh, but the University of Alabama was like, mm, they would sweep this one under the rug. It's not a strong look whenever you're willing to go, hey, hold on a second. You're making bets. You got to go. But then you're like, oh, don't worry, son. You killed somebody. We'll get you to the NBA. I, I think I, I think money before morals is a is a real thing. And I, I think it's gross, to be honest with you. But what do I know? I'm just a heathen um so anyway i don't know that's that's my little rant about about that i mean do you have anything you really want to add into gambling on college sports besides the fact uh, that we do it no it's just it's one of those things that i've always been put pete rose in the hall of fame it's stupid that he's not in the <laughs> hall of fame i mean what he did as a manager in no way shape or form affects what he did as a player also yep. He bet on his team. He wasn't shaving points or doing anything as that salacious. I mean, they've investigated it over and over enough. They yeah, know he that he didn't do anything put money like on, that. on his team to win. Yeah, so, I mean, 
other than just being bad at gambling, Pete Rose put him in the Hall of Fame. But I feel the same way when it comes across with gambling. Now that it's becoming more and more straight across the board where we have online gambling, which is available to just about everybody in the whole entire country. And we have professional athlete or excuse me, professional teams in Las Vegas now that you've opened up the floodgates. You're going to have to deal with the regulations. And when things like this happen, you're either going to have to adjust the rules and allow everyone to be treated the same or get them out of there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I was fired up, pissed off today. I was sick. I was tired of the world. I'm tired of people coming in and changing everything about all that you do for like your job for a living. And then you just on the, on a dime, just changing how everything is done and then expects you to comply and fall in order. It's the thing that you warned me about when I went back to corporate America, it's that machine, that cog, that mentality. And I don't know it today. I hit a point to where it was very, very frustrating. I and I, I almost just said, you know, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. So just, just dealing with, with people being difficult for no reason. I mean, I, I don't know what goes on. In- uh, let's say uh, my job when I was hired on, there was uh, quotas and expectations that I'm supposed to be meeting. Well, the standard by which those are being met has been increased to a ridiculous extent for me being able to still have time to do what they expect me to do with the, you know, the 90% of the rest of my job. But it's just, it, it's very inconvenient. It's also kind of dumb. The reason their, their logic and rationale behind it. And also just the fact that everything is so meticulously and anally, anally analyzed is meticulously analyzed like that down to the stupid little metrics like that. It's very frustrating because it's like you get one warning and then you're gone. It's like, okay, well, you get one warning and you're gone. What about those people that were on their first couple of weeks of training and had uh, accusations against them? But, uh, you know, I, I, it's a double double standard. Right. And it's almost like it's like it's not even a double standard as much as it's like you guys have your priorities like mixed up. And I think that that's a big thing, like across the board here. Like, I think this whole freaking world has our priorities just mixed up. Like, I don't know how it happened, but like, we're, we're talking more about that doesn't matter than ever before. Meanwhile, something like if you deal with mental health issues, no, you don't. Not anymore. Not anymore. You're just like everyone else now. Yeah, they try to. They try to take everything that makes someone an individual and make them just another cog in the machine. Yeah. If you think that there's something that makes you an individual, no, here's proof that you're not an individual. You were just part of an algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gross. And we more and more, more and more, I start to feel like, uh, either I'm an NPC in somebody else's life or everybody else in my life are NPCs. We're all just NPCs. Well, I think one of the coolest things I ever heard a comedian say was probably one of the most irritating comedians I've ever heard. Um, are you familiar with Chris D'Elia? Yeah, he's a very irritating comic, but he's very funny sometimes. Yeah, he has his moments that will make your side split because it's so funny. The rest of it, you're just waiting, listening at this baby bird squawk. 
and it's just it's yeah it's and even kind of looks like it you know so yeah now uh, you have I think he has a few jokes about like, that huh did he do what I said he had I think he has a few jokes where he you know comments on how bird like he is oh really dang that's good well he's well, it's kind of like Pete, it's kind of like Pete Davidson knowing he looks like a crackhead <laughs> yeah. wait Pete Davidson's not a crackhead. Uh, well, not, not anymore. He's, uh, you know, uh, he's, re- you know, reformed or whatever. Yeah, he's ritzy now. Yeah, well, hey, I know there's some bougie methods out there that just because they got money don't mean, look, you can take the the the, the girl out of the trailer park, you know. <laughs> yeah, they just they don't use the great value drain cleaner. They use the actual name brand Drano now. Yeah, that's right, baby. Hey, what? Nothing but the best. That's right. Make sure that clean dope. I can't stand hearing about dope anymore, bro. I, I'm like, I'm so blue collar that all I, that, it seems like 90% of my conversations always come back to methamphetamine. I'm like, I've never used it. Not even once. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy, right? Go figure. Yeah, I'm telling you, blue collar life is the only place in the world where you can feel weird for not doing meth. It's like, you're like, oh my God, am I the only one? Oh my gosh, maybe I should. <laughs> I feel special. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got my teeth. That's kind of cool. Uh, once again, cancel culture being ridiculous. Oh, yeah. When they were comparing Baby It's Cold Outside, whenever, like they canceled that song. Because it, you know, it had lyrics that were, you know, kind of rapey or whatever. And so they canceled the song. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, the same year that... Uh, <laughs> that was number one. Number one, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of... Like, that's the whole thing. It's like, don't get up on your moral high horse about it. That song is sounds sexually aggressive. I'm like, Cardi B, you want to talk... That's sexually aggressive. Like, I felt dirty as... I don't. I like. I, I like the song, so it don't. It doesn't offend me. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The song itself, like the beat and everything, is dope. Like, the, but you have to understand, the first time I ever heard "Wop" was a kid's version called "Wings and Pizza." So I'm like, it's fire. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, wings and pizza. Oh, you know, and like I, I still like one. that one better. I'm not gonna lie, I do like that one better. Well, yeah, I like that one better, but like, so it's it's, it's funnier. I think it has better flow. <laughs> yeah, it it, does, it doesn't make me clutch my pearls. But, but uh, I, I, as far as what you're saying, though, I completely agree that I think it's ridiculous that they go yeah, back. Yeah, we lost and, our minds. And reading the lyrics to Baby, It's Cold Outside, I understand the connotation of the, you sure. know, someone's asking you to leave them alone and you're not, you're not leaving them alone. But from a, a standpoint of the things that are being said, it's uh, a person saying, I'm sorry, uh, I thank you, and all these kind words. 
And then the other song is, like you said, hyper sexually aggressive. But it, again, it was supposed to be. It's one of those things where it's that's the whole point. Of the everything about it was that's what it was supposed to be. It was a part of that. It still exists, but I mean, it was especially in 2020 that uh, thoughty culture that was blowing up on TikTok was just people were proud of it. And I mean, yeah. in like the most like proud way, like no, I I get as much as I can, and I love it. And it's like, okay, right on, but uh, why are you also then going to turn around and like try to cancel something that happened a thousand years ago? It's like, we can't cancel it. How about we learn from it? How about we don't write songs in the future about trying to, you know, get somebody to do something they don't want to do? But yeah. also, also uh, you know. Maybe uh, we can't be hands on the knees shaking ass on a thought. <laughs> At least not with uh, to the point to where it's marketed to children. That's a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. The first time I heard it, it, it made me crazy. Although um, the first time I heard like some uh, there's a lot of uh, nursery rhyme songs that are done with old school hip hop songs like you and I like like from the 90s. Oh, dirty as yeah. dirty as hell songs like Three Six Mafia, and they've been juiced up to like kid songs like they're just <laughs> talking about ducks and chickens and yeah, yeah, i love it i love it yeah they say i've found all kinds of those i'm with you like I trap music stuff. i love it nursery <laughs> rhyme trap music i'm all for it all day yeah man yeah but yeah i i hate cancel culture i hate whenever they come at us about everything it's like okay i understand <laughs> but you're also digging up skeletons that were buried Okay, we can address it, but let's move on from it. Whenever someone comes yeah. out and says, you know what? You're right. Back in 1992, I wrote lyrics that I don't agree with now. I've come past it. I move forward. But guess what? That song still exists. We don't have to just, like, cancel this human being and their life because something they did a bunch of years well, ago that they performed from. Well, I don't. I, don't. I, I agree. Um, my big thing about the cancel culture stuff is just, like, I don't know, like, how easily we forget all the mistakes we make. You know what I mean? Like, we all... We learn nothing. No, and we hold ourselves above everyone. Like, and it doesn't matter who it is. You hold yourself above the next person. You Because you are superior because, you know, they did this to me. Can you believe that? Well, what about what you did to somebody else? You ever think about that? Did you ever stop to think about that? No, nobody does. We're self-centered. We're horrible. And I'm one of the world's worst. I'm I'm with you. I I will be your trash king, you know. But uh King I'm Raccoon trying to get better, as it were. Man. Yeah. I'm just trying to get better, man. I'm trying to adjust my way of thinking, trying to be a more positive person. I've spent so long being such a negative person, you know, like I always try to do good things and positive things for people, but my attitude as a general whole has always just been so negative. And like everyone's out to get me and I like I don't blame other people for for my shortcomings. But, you know, if something doesn't work out right, the very first thing I always want to do is find something besides me to blame. You know, and I don't That's even know human what nature, though. That's human no, nature I, to want. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm just I'm just. Taking a conscious effort to try to be better, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if there's nothing better, wrong with that. No, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I try to do the same thing every day. Quite often, I catch myself following into old habits where there's a lot of negativity, a lot of anger, 
and a lot of just being sad and, and uh, thinking about things and from a very unhealthy standpoint, when I got to take myself step back, it's like none of it's all that serious. I mean, look at the end of the day, you're a, a happily married man with a beautiful wife. You have a child that loves you. You have a wonderful home that you go to every night. You get to yeah. chill out and do whatever you want because you live in a country where you're allowed to do these things. I have everything that I could ever dream of at my fingertips as far as entertainment. And, you know, at the end of the day, I get to complain and wake up and rinse and repeat. But there's also not somebody that's making me do those things. If I decided tomorrow that I just wanted to become the world's best juggler. Well, guess what? Tomorrow I get to quit my job and try to become the world's best. And just start juggling. I mean, that's a juggler, not juggalo. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. Listen. Don't start hashtagging or atting me over juggalos. We're not in with them. The gathering is coming. The gathering is their festival where all of the yeah the ga- yeah gathering of the, the juggalos and and juggalettes right that's right yeah juggalettes yeah is it still is like ICP still a thing? They still do the thing, man. Yeah, they still have that festival. The gathering it doesn't and, it draw it draws probably more flies than a crowd at this point though. Yeah, but man, I just remember seeing videos from that. Like, that's a disgusting display. The <laughs> like, Workaholics episode's my favorite. And it's so accurate. Like, Spot on. Pretty close. We all knew that guy had that hatchet man sticker on the back of his uh, 1988 Honda Civic that didn't have air conditioning. Well, my guy had an Isuzu Hombre, and it was tattooed on the back of his calf when we were in t Hey man, you can't hate on the plug. He always had it though, didn't he? He always yeah. had it. <laughs> yeah. Bottle of wild turkey or Thunderbird in the back too. Yeah, that's right. What are you looking for, man? I Nothing got you. you. Got brother. Want some cigarettes? Uh, I got some cigarettes. Yeah, but like those are Lucky Strikes, and I'm not smoking them. You can't make me. It's like these are Camel on filters. You'll be fine. Rolled them myself. <laughs> yeah. Turkish gold. Turkish gold. The gold is dandelions I picked out of the yard. Well, I hate to bring you back into the world of negativity before we do, you know, move on to more peaceful and happier things. But somebody decided he wanted to drop some bars that caused some controversy and it brought somebody else out of retirement. Yes. So here, here's the thing. And this is you want to know why it's frustrating for me. It's frustrating for me because a time not that long ago, I don't know if you could say I was a fan, but if uh, if MGK put something out, I would probably listen to it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I wasn't gonna buy any music from him, but you know I already had the subscription to YouTube Music, so I'll listen to MGK. Now I, I that dude has gone so far left field. Like, I don't even know where he's at. He's not even, he, he passed the foul line, climbed up into the bleachers. He has jumped over the top wall. He's rappelled down. He's in the parking lot. We don't know where he is. Okay. Um, uh, he's somewhere making a lot of money though, wherever he's at. Yeah, but you want to know why? Because he keeps doing this dumb stuff and you and me keep talking about him. I know we're a part of the problem, but our boy Jack Harlow did start by opening his mouth and popping off and saying that he was the best rapper since the one with the blonde hair, just like many people have claimed before him. And 
I guess another rapper with the blonde hair came at him because he took offense. Okay, so first off, now here's where I'm I'm kind of a, and I think you're with me probably. Machine Gun Kelly taking offense to that, I'd be like, bro, that's dumb. You're not a rapper. You're not. I mean, I know that he raps, but that's I, like, but but Post Malone's not a rapper either, even though he raps. Well, Post Malone will tell you he's not a rapper as well. So it, it, MGK will claim he's not a rapper, but then release, you know, a freestyle like this. And to be honest, his two best songs that I've ever heard him do are the two diss tracks that he's yeah, released. Yeah, Rap but, Devil and then this one. Yeah, but it's just he takes shot and uh, there's a lot of people in line that probably have a claim as the greatest current white rapper alive over uh, MGK, who last time we heard from him got roasted alive on a on a track and got burned so bad that he switched genres. Well, <laughs> I think this so, time, though, ball, ball is in his court. Because, I mean, right now, he had the better better freestyle of the two guys, better flow. Jack Harlow's bars <laughs> were weak weak sauce compared to <clears throat> what MGK well, threw at him. I'm here to tell you right now that I, you know that I like some of Jack Harlow's stuff just because it's catchy, it's fun, you know. Oh, no, yeah. No, I yeah, thought Jack with, Harlow had some real potential, and then he released that album with the first class on it, and I was really disappointed. Because <laughs> it sounded like he was a, a white guy trying to do Drake music. Yeah, yeah, never mind. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yes, that. I was like, him and Drake came out with that same bogus album, like their same bogus albums in the same year last year, and they both sounded just equally as dumb, and they sounded like they were trying to imitate each other. Yeah, it was uh, disappointing. Both of them were disappointing. Kendrick yeah. came, uh, his uh, album, it was, you know, wonderful, though. He. He's doing a lot of great things with, uh, you know, videos that he makes, well, based off of his songs, and just yeah. he's quite the artist he's put together. So kudos that, to him. But. Now you're you're referring to the High Steppers, right, Mr. Morel? Yeah, the, yeah, okay, Mr. Yeah. Morel, the High Steppers. Yeah, yeah the whole album great. is fire. The skits in between it are great. The music videos that he's produced and released have been great. Yeah, man. I, we, we a lot of respect. About- you know, with all the stuff going on with AI right now, you know, we were actually talking about it on the show last year. We're talking about Kendrick's new album, and we watched that video for uh, the Heart Number Five. And of course, he's using the deep fake, which is AI, to um, you know change his face from Nipsey to um, OJ Simpson, OJ uh, to Barack Obama to I just think it was, he did Obama. It was right. a trip. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, back to being Kendrick Lamar to being, I look like he, I don't know, man. He, he switched it up so much. It was just really strange. I think Malcolm but, X, Martin Luther King, he, he went all over the place. Yeah, you know, along with activists like that, you know, great revered men, probably like Dwayne Johnson, you know, who he can't decide Polynesian, black, whatever. Just whatever's going to make him money. Hey, 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 hey. I, sometimes I can't decide what salad dressing I want either. <laughs> right, yeah, but I always go Polynesian. Polynesian's fire, dude. Don't hate, bro. A Hawaiian delight. Listen, I, I, I was so close to absolute blasphemy. Okay, someone had told me that I should try a Hawaiian delight pizza. Which, listen, I, I don't know what that is. I well, I do now. I didn't. Um, I, I always, I know what Canadian bacon and pineapple is because I've seen people order it. And, yeah. Yeah. Right. I didn't know that that's what Hawaiian delight is. So 
I got a a slice of Hawaiian delight and I took a bite because I told him I would. And uh, now I can honestly say that is the most putrid thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Putting pineapples on a No, that is disgusting. I just, why do you not like it? I want to know the, the, like, what is it about it? It's the, it's the, the, is it too sweet texture? What it was? It's the citric acid. It's the citric acid. Have you, have you had a hideaway pizza? The one that has orange slices on it? No, I have not. Probably similar effect. You probably be turned away by the orange slices it, yeah the uh-huh. and like when you first take a bite i'm like oh that's good and then you start chewing up the pineapple with it you're like that kind of is a terrible stringy texture. the texture yeah i would say the the texture for one is probably the worst part but the taste though the to me the taste clash i know everyone says oh no it's great hey i'm sure it is it's just not for me it's just not for me so you're I not the guy it. yeah i'm not the guy you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm more of a I'm, I'm more of a, you know, supreme kind of guy, you know? Me, me too. Uh, I'm a supreme pizza all the way. That's always my preference. Yeah. Yeah. What else was I going to talk about? I had something else I think I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you remember I texted you this week, and I, I didn't realize it until this morning that I had sent you a message that said, hey, this is kind of cool, with no link attached to it so i was like huh so this motherfucker thinks i'm that i crazy. see it and he's like he thinks i'm that crazy that i'm just gonna send him something he's like well whatever never questioned it he <laughs> didn't yeah and then you're like what 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 is kind of neat yeah so let me go ahead and tell you this was basically this little like fun story that I don't know one of the sponsored links sent me to because I'm a Keanu fan. Uh, but it was a thread between Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss, and it was uh, basically Keanu's list of movies like must watch movies. I didn't send the link, I didn't save the link, and I can't find the link. <laughs> Oh no, that sucks. I hate it when that happens. What happens to me is I'll find something scrolling Facebook. I'll see it and then I'll be like, I'll come back and I'll actually watch this whenever I get a chance. And then I lose it because I'll go back to Facebook and I can never find it again because it refreshed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean I'm I'm serious, like ah, it was it was actually a really good list too. But uh I I think I remember a clockwork orange. It's like one of the only movies I remember he had on there. Do, okay. Well, yeah, let's uh, talk about that briefly. We got time here. What do you think of A Clockwork Orange? The reason I ask is I recently just got through <laughs> rewatching part of it. I didn't finish the whole thing because it's a little long and it's a little intense. You got to be in the mood for that kind of ultra violence. Yeah. So I have seen A Clockwork Orange one time in my life. What it was extremely long. Yes. Other than that, it was right up my alley. You know, I it was it it's 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 strange. Is that I mean that's yeah. that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. It's strange. It I, I don't know, but I can't I can't sit here and tell you every detail about it. It's probably been 
God, yeah, I watched that back in high school. Yeah, because remember what happens is, you know, we got our leader of the gang, Alex. Yeah. And more or less, he gets tested by his cronies. He puts them in their place. But then when something... They have a break-in. They break into a place. They uh, savagely attack and her, 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 some poor woman in front of her husband and, you know, leave that, beat him mercilessly, then leave. And then later on, uh, Alex gets popped and uh, ends up in jail and encounters that same person again and becomes subject to a lot of uh, torture. Although yeah. the torture doesn't quite take over the way it's supposed to, but you got really got to watch the movie. It's yeah. it's more about the the way that it, the uh, Stanley Kubrick, the way he shot it, is kind of groundbreaking and unique. So it's worth yeah. a watch. And the novel is incredible as well. But also, yeah. like Hoot said, it's a it's a lot. And if it's you're a, easily offended, this is one that I'm sure cancel culture does not want to, anything to do with. Because, I mean, it's yeah. got everything in there from, uh, <laughs> you know, gang violence, guns, uh, rape. Uh, yeah. It's got it all, man. It's It's got the gauntlet. Hey, Murder. It's, yeah. it's got some racism in there. I mean, there's a little oh. bit of everything. Yeah, you got to remember, this is England. This is a very intense racist England, and they're racist against each other, even. Yeah. Like, they, they hate different shades of white. Mine's clear, so... I don't know. Like, I, I'm part of the Clear Seal gang. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, that was the, that was what I wanted to talk to you about. I'm going to have to try to find that list, though, because, like, I wanted to be like, hey, we should watch Keanu's list of movies. Um, I watched I, the Power Rangers movie. I did not. I forgot about that. I forgot all about that. It's yeah. only an hour. It's only an hour of your time. Okay. All right. Well. Fifty-five minutes, I believe. Oh well. All right. I'll uh, I'll I'll check it out this week. Then we'll talk about it next Tuesday. Yeah. Again. Still, <laughs> yeah. Still, still no Pink Ranger. Uh yeah. It's like Amy Jo Johnson's not there. I'm not really here for it. I mean, uh, spoiler, she is, but she isn't. Uh, boo. Well, it's you know when they're in the Power Ranger suits, you can be anybody. Yeah, that's right. You could be anybody. It's like, oh my God, they got her. It's like, oh, did they? They got, they got that person in a pink Power Ranger suit. They got that one. Nobody. Yeah. It was nice to see them pay tribute to Trini, though. So rest in peace, Trini yeah. and, and Jason David Frank. So we wouldn't be the Hoodob show if we didn't talk about dead people. For real, bro. Golly, we back at it again. Did we talk about? It? We didn't say anything about a dead person last week. We talked oh, about talking our about my hopes stories. and dreams. Hey oh, hey oh, anyway. your aspirations for a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking about dead things now. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, one thing we also skipped over, and this is my fault, but we skipped over La Flop and whatever the hell that thing is that he did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that then. Okay, so you saw the video, and that was, uh, of course, that was a part of the last series. They've already moved past it now. But that was so strange. Like, LeBron's just at the top of the key, the buzzer rings, and then he just, like, uh, falls over. Falls down, yeah. I, I made a joke. It's like he pushed circle, circle <laughs> yeah, in NBA man. 2K. 
I would say he he hit BB on that thing. I'm an Xbox guy, so it'd be BB for us. <laughs> but yeah, it's like uh, char or yeah yeah yeah. It's pick pick and you fall back. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. That's one of the things I think needs to really be taken to his legacy is the fact that he is such a soft player. I don't say that by any terms other than his longevity has been saved by the fact that referees call uh, fouls for anything. And he turned a whole career into being a a remarkable flopper to the point where it's kind of like watching a soccer match. So kudos to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting for him to run out and be like, Green card. Green card. I'd be like, what does that one mean? Like, oh, smart Alec, huh? Yellow card. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, red card, get out. And I was like, ah. Somebody's somebody's been watching the show on Netflix about the soccer team. Uh, Or or on uh, uh, FX, excuse me. On F and... it's uh the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Ryan Reynolds. They bought a English oh, soccer Wrexham. team. Oh, the Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that yet, but you got to check that out. It's brilliant. Hey, did the, their team has moved up? Yeah, they did it. They did yeah, it. They did it. I was it. like, all right, man. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I don't know. Well, why we talked so cool. about it. I still think it still needs to happen in professional sports. I feel like a lot yeah. of these teams, instead of us having teams tank and fight for lottery picks, no, screw that. I want to see a team from Des Moines, Iowa, make it in the NFL. Yeah, I want to see the uh, uh, <laughs> kick it, kick kick out one of the crappy teams. Hey, okay. let's hey bring out the uh, the Fort Wayne uh, what is it Fort Wayne marching ants or something like that or mighty ants. Yeah, hey, bring them out of the bring them up bring them up put them in the league man. Well, replace hell, the, there was replace the Bulls. There, I there was a time there was a time in two thousand like what three or four you could have put USC in the NFL and they probably could have hang. They probably oh, could have yeah. won a couple games. <laughs> yeah, they should. They Reggie Bush. Yeah, he was a. Uh, uh, just like a cheat code. Yeah. Hey, speaking of NFL stuff, we got the, you know, with everything coming up, the, uh, well, the draft just happened. So, uh, we've got a couple of Razorbacks that got drafted and we've talked a little bit about that, but how about after all the, now that dust is settling, how about Baltimore? What? They came to an agreement with Lamar Jackson, signed OBJ. Now they've got this, this deep receiver core. I'm, I think Baltimore could be a problem, dude. At least in the first yeah, half. Yeah, Jackson served his suspension, right? He's back, going to be back, right? Yeah, he's he, he's back. He served he's, his. Uh, I think that it's you know all the jokes and all the heckling aside, he's going to be a monster on the field. If anything, all he did is he had a year of rest because he's yeah. still a machine. And you know he was going and getting all of those ligaments and everything massaged all over just right. So he's he's going to be limber, nice and loose, and ready to go next season. Speaking of all the massages, uh, Deshaun Watson is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> love it. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, okay, I'm going to get real with you. I'm going to get real, real. I believe that in the. I don't mean this as like a threat in the in the season, but I'm talking about as in, um, let's just call it, we'll call it improvement. 
I really think you need to watch Russell Wilson being coached by Sean Payton. You don't think so? No. You think he's just that I, soft now? Really? I mean, like, he, yeah. I, now I know Seattle insulated him, and I know that they tried to make him look good so they can get rid of him. I believe that. But like, I saw him wear God. jeans with rhinestones on them. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Jesus, I'm sorry. You know what? Denver doesn't have a chance. No, they just don't. Now, if you, I bet the pockets had flaps over them. That's Lazarad. Anywho, um, so let me ask you about this seriously. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys. How do you feel? Indifferent. I don't. There's nothing that's happened that makes me feel any better than it did before. So, so I mean, it's. I'm, uh, compl- complacency. Uh, if anything, I have concerns because a lot of the core players are doing nothing but aging. Defense is still solid, but I mean, offensively, oh, yeah. a lot of the core players are doing nothing but aging. You did Agreed. nothing to address any of those positions. And I, I love Dax Prescott as for everything that he is, you know, superstar came out of nowhere out of Mississippi of all places. But I, Bruh. I don't think he's anymore. he's he's not going to be the guy that's probably going to take Dallas to the promised land. We kind of saw that uh, a couple of years ago where it was like he's not going to be able to do this. And it happens. I mean, it, it happens yeah. to the to the great. So we saw it happen to Tony Romo where we knew at a certain point he's not going to get over this <laughs> hurdle. He's just not going to do it. As great as he was, as he is, as great as he played, his MVP season where he was had put up remarkable numbers. He didn't win the MVP, but he put up MVP numbers. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's it's, the whole thing. It's so easy for us to be like, oh, Romo sucked. Well, Romo didn't suck. Romo couldn't win, but Romo didn't suck. Tony Romo was a good quarterback. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. I just – look, man, look what happened to Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford gets stuck in Detroit, gets in a rut, ages and ages and ages, get, finally gets out of Detroit, gets to a team that can you know protect him a little bit better, and he wins a Super Bowl. Well, he also had a gentleman named Cooper that helped out a lot, too. Well, you know, I mean, his his cup runneth over, if you understand. That's a good... Okay, come on. That was a good one. That was a... Give me kudos. Cup runneth. That's... Whatever. You know what? Nothing. I can feel your look. Anyway. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't think that... Um, I don't think Dak's the guy, man, and that, and that actually pains me to say. I've I've been a Dak Prescott fan. I know you and I have had this argument many times yeah. on this same and show I about. I really thought he was the you, guy. I mean, you've been a defender. Ago, yeah, yeah, you've been a defender. Even as much as two years ago, I was still, you know, like right before he broke his ankle, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's our guy. He's our guy. He came back from his ankle. I was like, he's our guy. Yeah, you said give him a chance. Like, give him a chance to get better. Let him get healthy. Yeah. See what we can do. The, at basically this whole past season, and I and look, and I'm not trying to paint some bleak picture. I think this season we're going to have the same as last season. I think we're going to have an outstanding regular season where we're going to make everyone hate us because we're going to keep winning games we shouldn't win. And then when we get to the playoffs, we'll go uh, probably get a bye into the second round. Thank God. Uh, that way we can lose out in the second round instead of the first. Because that that's what like, happens when you're a Dallas Sounds Cowboys. like a plan. Yeah, that's that's the Dallas Cowboys way. 
Hey, I remember there was a time where we couldn't make it out of the first round. Then there was a time where we couldn't make it to the playoffs. And then yeah. there was a time before that we won a bunch of Super Bowls back to back, but we don't talk about that anymore because <laughs> that's ancient history. Yeah, true that. So I know we talked a little bit last week about us like switching alliances on baseball. Yeah. So you're 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 settling in with Seattle, right? I'm going with the Mariners, but I haven't watched anything this year. Me neither, buddy. Me neither. No, I uh, I was funny. I was actually talking to my wife about it, and I was like, uh, you know, I've been a Yankees fan my entire life. I said, and I got to be honest with you. I said I'm bored. I said I'm I'm bored, and I'm not interested. And I said maybe if I could find a team closer, you know, I would invest whatever and. So we haven't decided yet, but we know we're going either Kansas City or we're going Texas. I think I said that last week as well. But uh, yeah, I thought you were leaning KC because we of are the leaning convenience KC of the minor league team. Yeah, I would say because Northwest Arkansas, we have a, a locally, you know, within an hour's drive, we can go to minor league Kansas City farm team. So but anyway, well, my debit cards the Nationals. I love oh, the yeah. Nationals. Anytime I play MLB the show, I get pick a prospect on the Nationals. Really. I didn't realize they would have all that on the show. Yeah. Yeah, they have farm systems and stuff on there, too. Sweet. Uh, so what What else we got? We got anything else? No, not really. We're over an hour as well. I mean, we got stuff to edit out. But yeah, I think, I I think we're, prob- we're probably pretty good. And it's just been good to talk and get some, get some more stuff recorded. Yeah. I would say, and, you know, if it turns out it's not a good enough show, we'll do it again. Yeah, we can always add to it. I mean, hell, it's just a conversation between me and you. And I literally, after we finish this, I will stop the recording. I'll pack up my laptop, go to my bedroom, throw on the headphones, and just edit in front of the TV. So I'll tell you if it's any good. Right on, man. All right. Well, then I guess uh, that's going to be it for this week. Um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad we're doing this on a regular basis. Uh, Needed it. Missed it. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll start seeing some uh, some 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 data coming in, or we can see if maybe people are actually listening to us again. Yeah, uh, I'll start sharing the podcast on amongst the memes because I know the meme people pay attention to the memes. Hell, maybe they'll pay attention to the show. I'll yeah, edit some go. video clips. I mean, there I have all of it on this laptop now, so I've got everything converted over to the new laptop because the old <laughs> laptop just got too old. So it's it is what it is. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, we got to talk next week about how collecting baseball cards is coming back, just for the record. Okay, we can talk about a lot of things in the 90s that are coming back. It's like our generation are getting older. We're replacing the older generation as the uh, marketed generation, the one that all the advertisers and everybody is after. And I'd like to dive into that because we talked about the Blink-182 Coachella concert yeah. where, the, where the old men came in and saved the day whenever Frank Ocean couldn't, couldn't do the second weekend. Well, yeah. I want to talk about a lot of stuff about how stuff we loved as kids is now beginning to become cool amongst yeah. Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like my oh, Deftones yeah. shirt is a huge hit at work amongst kids kids that are like 18 years old. It's like you don't even know what Deftones they they <laughs> quit producing relevant music before you were born, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, I like bands that that quit making relevant music before I was born. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. I'm just trying to further the cycle. I'm gatekeeping you. 
That's what they call it now. I found that out. Yeah, they, they got a term for that. They got a term for everything, bro. Hey, there's a freaking term for everything. Everything that I am, there's a negative term for it. You, you know what? I'm going to edit these clips, leave them in there. That way we hold ourselves to it and follow up on this stuff next week. I think this is a good start of a show. This, okay. and, this and whatever happens in sports and our personal lives, so we have another show. Sweet. Sounds great, brother. All right. Well, hey, that's going to do it for us for tonight. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. Join us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And from Robin and myself, Batman, we bid you good night.